Comments on the What's Your Opinion show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bardorf and Rusty Nixon. sheltering in there ah what was that sound did you hear that no oh you don't have your headphones on no wonder you didn't hear it the show hasn't started yet it hasn't what day is it rest oh maybe that was a horrible <laughs> sound i heard in the back of my head uh-oh guess what day it is huh anybody guess what day it is Julie, hey, guess what day it is? <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Huh? Huh? Anybody? Listen, guess what day it is? <laughs> oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Huh? Guess what today is? Huh? Hey, hey, listen, guess what today is? <laughs> guess what day it is? Hey, what day is it, Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? It's hump day. Hump day! Hump, hump, hump day! Hump, 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 hump day! (laughs) It's hump day! I knew I heard something horrible. That it's hump day? No. uh, Oh, I got a note here. You got a note? Our winner yesterday chose spaghetti. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Good deal. So I guess I can get rid of that note. I, I think you can. <laughs> and right in the basket. Good for me. And congratulations. You made it into work this morning. Oh, it wasn't really very hard. It's not up to my waist yet. So, <laughs> yeah. Was it even up to your ankles? Uh, not really. Okay. Um, it, it was actually just almost like slush. It was, the worst part was it was like getting rained on all the way in here. By the time I got here, I oh. was soaking wet. So It's a really wet snow yeah. right now, and yeah. that means it is really heavy. Yep. So if you go out to shovel, you need to... The best thing to do is, if you have to shovel, is just try to push it... Don't do the lifting and throwing it. Just push it to the edge and be done with it. Um, and the American Heart Association actually put out several tips um, for snow shoveling. This is actually uh, heart month. And so, you know, you got to take care of your heart. And a lot of people end up with heart attacks because of snow shoveling. So if you're going to be shoveling, take a break. You don't have to do it all at one time. You know, pay attention to how your body feels. And if you need to, you know, shovel a few swipes and then sit down or come inside and warm up, do so. They also suggest that you don't eat a big meal prior to shoveling or right after shoveling because that can cause an extra load on your heart. Uh, Here's use a smaller snow shovel because then it's not as heavy when you lift it. 
Um, also, if you can, use a snow thrower or a snow blower. Instead, that makes life a little bit easier. And I was talking to, I think it was Fred, actually, who was telling me, Fred Webster, that take your snow shovel and spray it with WD-40 or PAM. Spray PAM. That oil base, because that... Well, maybe this Pam is... ought to have something to say about it if you're, <laughs> you know, just go spray somebody. But that makes just... the snow not stick on your shovel, so you're not, like, fighting to get it off your shovel so you can do the next throw, you know. Use that. Um, you know, listen to your body. Make sure that if you feel that you might be having a heart attack, stop what you're doing and address that issue. Don't drink alcohol beverages before or immediate, immediately after shoveling because that alcohol may increase the person's sensation of warmth and may cause them to underestimate the extra strain that their body is under because of the cold. And obviously hypothermia is a thing. What happens if you are outside and you have a heart attack and you're alone, nobody sees you, you're laying there, you know, you can lose a lot of body heat so dress in layers dress warm and if you feel something strange go inside let the snow lay there it's not going anywhere fast whenever i exercise i feel something strange so i guess i'm not going out <laughs> i walk out walk out to the gym just walking in the doors oh i feel strange i better not work out today. I'll just go back in here and These, eat some chips. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Marshall County Commissioners have implemented a watch level, which is the second level travel advisory here in Marshall County because of the current road conditions. A watch level means that conditions are threatening to the safety of the public. During a watch, only essential travel. So to and from work is okay in an emergency situation. Um, you know, if you, you got if you got to go to your doctor and your doctor's open, I would call first to make sure they're open. You know, those kind of things. They just don't want a lot of people out just driving around. You know, there's no school today anywhere, so we shouldn't see a bunch of kids out driving around, especially because we are in that watch level right now. So, um, right, sure. <laughs> To try and keep them home. I'm uh, haven't heard from him yet. I'm kind of interested. My son had to go to work this morning, so he's up at four o'clock uh, and headed over. Well, there. that's really probably. Of course, I don't know if it got heavier up there. Um, that was kind of a closer to the beginning of it. So yeah. Well, I'm, but the county didn't go out until their regular time this morning at six. So should I be? concerned that I just tried to bring up the National Weather Service radar and <laughs> it's not it's working. It's not there. It says loading map and it's been loading the map for quite a while actually at this point. Uh, let's try it again. Re nope. It's just loading the map. So that's you're looking for the local radar. Please? Yeah, I was just gonna do the uh, just to take a glance at it. Boy, it uh, doesn't like me. So, huh? You broke it. I broke the National Weather Service radar. Yes. You How it. in the world? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, not coming up. 
I got mine going. Is it? Yep. Now hmm. I just got to figure out where we are. While we're... <laughs> oh, I actually I see, actually see a lull coming. Uh, and actually, the lull is already into the the southwest corner of Marshall County. Oh, so like for five minutes, we're not going to get snow. I don't know. Yeah, I got okay. I got to look at the bigger picture here. This is such good radio. When I know we're sitting here talking about nothing. Although I was uh, looking in Illinois. There's no low for us yet. Oh, okay. The low's well, not happening for us. Okay. Um, nope. I can't get it. So I will quit. That's a good lesson for all of you out there. If something's difficult, quit. It's probably not worth doing anyway. <laughs> so. Okay. So we were supposed to have a couple of students from the Argus BPA, which is the Business Professional Association. Um, they're getting ready to go to state tournament, and they were coming up to talk about BPA, and they were, they've were they been doing a Krispy Kreme donut fundraiser, which ends, I believe, today. Um, but they were going to come in, but since nobody's having school today, they're not coming in. We're going to try and get them in next week instead. And I just heard somebody out there, one of you out there, hold up your hand. I want to know who said this. In my day, we would have walked there from Argus on a day like this. So... I had to get that out yes, of there. This yes, is the kind of day yes. that we all walked uphill in, kids. So now that you, now you know. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember this being a deterrent in any way. Do you? I mean, it, something like this was like. Ah, I I Tuesday. know. I know what part of the problem is. While it isn't really bad right now. The projection is that it's going to get bad in the next few hours, and then they would have to let students out early. And that makes it more difficult for families if, you know, they close school at noon, we'll just say. Then you're scrambling to get somebody to take care of your kids and all that. So that's why I think, you know... Actually, we stepped up first, one of the first school corporations, uh, you know, to close for today. And and everybody's been able to, you know, has, now has e-learning opportunities. So it counts as a school day. Even though you're not in class, you are, you are, there are assignments. Right. You have yeah. to, you know, do the attendance policy and all that. So it's going to happen. You're going to get the days counted, but... Um, I, and I think they, I think the kids would rather have the days counted today because I don't think you get nearly as much homework or work to do on an e-learning day than adding a day at the end of the school year when you really are looking forward to getting out of there and like, oh, remember we had that snow day in January or February? Now we got to make it up in May or June, you know. So... I, I don't see anything the matter with them having a snow day today and working from home. Well, I... Wasn't even wasn't trying to imply that. I mean, we live in an age where everybody has their lawyer on speed dial, too. So, Right. Uh, and God forbid anything should ever happen, but if some somebody, you know, maybe uh, got a boo-boo on their pinky, uh, that's going to be grounds <laughs> for a suit from somebody. So, And I, you don't want anybody to be hurt in any way possible, but we didn't seem to think about that all that much. It's like I was telling, uh, was it Fred? We, 
the blizzard of 78, we were at Syracuse, Indiana at a swim meet at Wawasee High School. Well, what's going on? Were you really? Yeah. On the way home, our coach had to get out of the bus to see if we were still on 30. Okay, so it wasn't horrible, so horrible going over, but coming back, it, it was, was starting to get that way when we went over. But I can remember back, it was an. I was pregnant in 1978, um, and I can remember living. I lived in a trailer, in the Berkeley Street trailer park. Oh yeah. And the snow drifts. By the time that blizzard was over, the snow drifts were like up over the oh, front yeah. end of yeah. the. I don't know, it's like an old Mercury or something. It's a bigger car. Clear up over that, you know. We had to go out the back door of the house because the front door was completely buried. I think it was as tall as a roof. There was a drift. But my mom tells, and I kind of remember this. I don't, I do remember having to do it. I don't remember what happened. Maybe it's because I passed out for days and they came and found me with a sled dog or something. But um, there was a dip in the road. I mean, we were up on one hill, and then the, the oh, rest of the yep. addition was at the other side, and there's like a dip in between them, a mm-hmm. uh, little lowland. And so down, guess what happened down in that dip? It was completely full of snow. I mean, there had to have been. And my mom said, I watched you. You had to go up because it was like two or three days in. We needed something at the store. We were running out of stuff. So I was the one who drew the straw to, to walk up there and. You know, somehow most likely to succeed. They you were, were rusty. Yeah, they were running. Uh, they were running. You know, I think Supplies? I. I think I was the most expendable. So it's like you know, if he's gone and we won't be losing anything, he's the least likely to hurt the family unit here. So let's get him out there and send him. Um, she said that I got to that place where it was totally filled in. She didn't see me again until I came out the other side. So it was basically I was in. <laughs> And I do remember it was well over my head. Oh my um, goodness! But you're yeah, I got, I got through there. I but I don't remember it being that horrible. I, I don't. I don't remember. No, it, it was being, all fun and games well, to you. I mean, maybe to start with. I'm not sure it would have been at the end. But yeah, I kind of swam through a mountain of snow. There you go. That's the reason you were a swimmer. Well, I see. We did come home from a swim meet, so maybe I was just getting some laps in, but. Yeah, I um, I was the one who got to walk. They were running snowmobiles and stuff. Your brother and I talked about this years ago. He was part of that yeah, with he the had, four-wheel drives. Yeah. People running all over the place to help other people. But then um, somebody uh, the other day when we were talking about this, said we, we asked if there were babies. That, if there was were a baby born. born. There was oh, one in Argus, I guess. They I, had I the, would think so. They had it. Well, I can, let me see if I can find the message. Yeah, they had to pick up uh, the the lady in a snowmobile and go to 31 and put her in a plow truck. <laughs> so, Yeah, thank goodness. I don't think we're going to be yeah. that way with yeah. this, this No, storm. and but The event's the, not going to be quite that bad. Everything I've heard, the worst is yet to come. This is just a... This is just a warm-up act for the, uh, mm-hmm. the main stage. So... Uh, Hopefully it won't be too bad. I, you know, I have a feeling it's going to be over with quick, and they'll. I'm amazed at how quickly they get things cleaned up. I mean, I was walking downtown today, and and the the walks weren't shoveled, but the roads were. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the front loaders out there; they were loading everything up and cleaning everything out. So, um, and any more, they get stuff cleared out so quickly. It's kind of amazing to me. 
Uh, oh, it really is. I mean, even out by you guys. I mean, if you live off on some of those really... I, I'm fortunate. I live on a main drag, yeah. so... See, and I was always surprised that Lilac got done as quick as it did, because uh, I kind of figured that might be a... Secondary road We'll, we'll get there when we get there, because there really isn't anything other than resident. I mean, back in 78, 17 was cleared. It was cleared almost instantly because nearly every doctor in town lived along 17. So they had that thing cleared out quick. Um, but I know uh, Jan Garrison told me that he was the only one in town. He had to put the paper out all by himself. Oh, my goodness. He ran the press and everything else all by <laughs> that himself. That was old school back yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> I, there ain't no way I could have run a press. He's he's a lot more man than I am, I'll tell you that. He uh, but uh, yeah, he had, they felt it was important just for information. I mean, it wasn't like they did a great big thing, but you know, the city had stuff they wanted people to know about and things like that. So they they actually did a paper, but he did it all by himself because he was the only one who could get into the shop. So oh boy, that's uh, it was, that was it's not going to be close to that. That was a perfect storm of perfect storms, but you know. Yeah, we're 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 gonna. This one we're going to be able to survive. It, I, mean, I hope. It, it may not be exactly, you know, what you planned for the day, but it's not going to be that horrible. It's the end of life as we know it, Kathy. Yes. We're headed to an ice age now. It will never, ever be the same here. Okay, if you say so. <sighs> well, that's what we're being told. Okay, I want to go over. I don't have a ton but if you're going someplace and you wonder if they're open or not, you might call ahead. That would be a so good idea. Business closings that we have right now. Plymouth Glass is closed. The center at Donaldson is closed until 6 p.m. tonight. Republic Services is not going to be picking up trash for in Plymouth for today or tomorrow. They will pick up <laughs> trash next week. Uh, the same thing in Argus. They are not picking up trash in Argus. <laughs> Cardinal Services is going to be closed Wednesday and Thursday. First Federal Savings Bank is going to be closed Wednesday and Thursday. All of their br branches, not just the one in Plymouth, but all their branches. Uh, Pretzels Incorporated uh, is closed today and tomorrow. Marshall County government offices are closed today. That includes the courthouse and the museum. The Purdue Extension Marshall County is closed today. Um, their staff will be available by phone or email. The Plymouth Public Library is closed. The Culvertown Council President has declared a snow emergency in place in Culver. Um, that went into effect at midnight last night and it will remain into effect until 6 p.m. Friday night. Citizens are urged to follow the guidelines that are posted on the Culver Town Council website. They actually have streets uh, pointed out that you're not to park on these streets so that they can keep these main thoroughfares open. So, Do they still have those signs up in Plymouth? Because they have a similar, similar No, we thing. don't have that. I anymore. thought we had at one point, or there was... I, I, I have wondered why we have never done... Because there the, is like odd day parking. Yeah. Even we don't do that in in the city. Really? No. Why do I think we used to when I first came back? Like in well, the early maybe 90s. way back then. But no, we don't have. And in fact, um, I'll give you a number on here. 
We'll call somebody from the street department and find out. Is that he's he's cool with that. Yes, he knows. Okay, hang uh, on. I, while you do that, you're the gonna Mar- have to vamp while I. I've got more call. closings. The Marsh okay. County Health Department, their COVID testing and vaccine clinic will be closed Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So don't get COVID right now. As we said, all of the schools in Marshall County are closed. This includes Grace Baptist Christian School. The Crossing in Plymouth, the Marshall County campus, is closed today. Um, And I included John Glenn and Union North United because they they do have county people going there. Uh, The Plymouth Wesleyan Church, they will have no Wednesday night activities uh, at the church tonight. So another thing, I think that's what we're going to start seeing popping up now will be the churches that are closing. Jim, Jim, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear? Yeah, I, I, I'm warning you right now. You're on the air. So, uh, you know, no no, no more of that uh, that heavy metal music on the radio while we're, while we're talking. So. I've been listening to you guys all morning. Oh, well, good for you. So this is Jim Larquette, the street superintendent for the city of Plymouth. Uh, Jim, what time did you guys go out this morning? Um, we had a crew come in last night of four people, like at 11 o'clock, with anticipation it was going to be snowing by midnight, which it didn't really snow till after 2.30. <laughs> but um, they, they just messed with the trucks, worked with them, made sure everything was good. So they were out. They went home at 7. Uh, the bigger part of the crew came in at 7. We'll work till 7. And then those four guys came back and worked 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. We're just going to kind of keep that going for a few days to what's needed. And, you know, Jimmy and I, or uh, Rusty and I were just talking. Um, Culver has implemented their snow emergency, which means you can't park on certain streets so that it's easier for the plows. But um, we don't have that in, in the city of Plymouth. And we don't even have, like, snow routes where on odd days you park on the odd side of the street, even days you park on the even side of the street. So... Right. People need to, if at all possible, keep your vehicle off the road so that the plow can come right. through and push that back and not plow you in. You, They don't want to plow you in either, but they got the snow is going to go where it has to go. Right. And that's the, that's the thing. I mean, we don't have a parking restriction. You know, your main streets are all pretty good in keeping, like, what we consider snow route. They're pretty open. Um, main streets. It is. Some neighborhoods, people don't have a place to park. And, um, you know, we just ask them to just be patient with their cars in the can. I realize that the snowfall is coming down. It's not time to shovel out your car and get it out before the fog gets there. It's not going to be that long. <laughs> but, um, and then, too, if they move the cars, just don't move it five feet ahead. Uh, no. Yeah. we got to move it. it, it, it again. Yeah, it really needs to be moved off of the street. Um, right. Go for a ride or something. If you hear the plow truck coming, you know, run out there and go for a ride so that... Uh, if I'm right, they were cleaning the uh, uh, parking lots out this morning, at least the one out here. I mean, that not that where you want them to go while the you're getting the streets is into those parking lots? Right. And, I mean, I guess like this, I mean, you're not going to get anywhere too quick on getting anything accomplished. You know, we're just out, we're running on our main streets. Maybe around noon, we're talking about after the lunch, take a little break, and then hit residentials. You know, then the other crew this evening will hit mains again. It's just, you know, it's just we're trying to just move some snow out of everywhere. And same with the little tractor up town pushing snow with the snow pusher. 
trying to get as much as we can out of the way because this continues on all day and we get up to a foot. You know, it's you got to just keep taking layers off. Yeah. And another thing we're trying to do, and it doesn't make people happy, but we told our guys, too, you need to get it as far back to the curb as you can. And I know that doesn't work out for people's driveways, but your streets get narrower. And cars start parking farther into your street, and then you can't even get through a street. True. So that's a, that's a big thing. We're, we try to get it as far back to the curb as possible everywhere we can, and then it just helps your streets stay wider and more fast. Well, and the other thing is, too, um, some people have put out their uh, garbage toters, and Republic Service is not okay. picking up today and tomorrow. So that mm-hmm. snowplow, when it comes down, it they those guys can't control that snow. So it's very likely if your container is too close to the road, it's going to get knocked over. So we that. Try to you know, I'm going to throw the snow. Watch containers. Watch mailboxes. Watch all the stuff. Um, sometimes. A little faster you can go if you have the room. You broadcast the snow out farther, it's better. The slower you go with this stuff, it just balls up and it's right there. So it's a hard situation. And it doesn't make people very happy, but, you know, if we don't plow the streets, then we're worse yet. Well, that's right. And actually, uh, I came in from Muckshaw, and there wasn't, any problem i mean the county has been out plowing and i and i i know i'm on a main drag which makes it easy and the city comes out and does their piece of it too um so yeah there are places where the road is still snow covered um but it, it's been plowed so just slow down a little bit take your time and and be cautious we, we put a little fault down at the start of the snow last night and some of your main roads you can see there's definitely salt melting um, some roads and, you know, some place I wouldn't turn around like I got towards the county edge, which they can't put as much salt out as we do. Mm-hmm. And roads are under this stuff. Just be careful because when we plow it off, we're not going to keep solving right now because we're going to be pulling it off in another hour or something. So we just tried to hit intersections, but people just need to be aware. If it's loud, it's like as heck still. So. It, it, that's the same thing that happens if you shovel your sidewalk too. Underneath there, yeah. it is slippery. So you take the snow off the top, but that there's like a, a film there that's really slippery. So people need to be careful out there. Yes, we do. Well, and, Jim, you know, next, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. So next thing will be on. Um, you know, we get a lot of calls on alleys. People's worried about their alleys, which understandable. A lot of people park in there. You know, we don't want them on the street. Um, we will try to start plowing through some alleys later this evening. Um, alleys aren't a biggest priority because if your alley's done and your sheep's not, where are you going? So, That's you know, true. It's going to take us through Friday. Uh, we will do our best to hit every street and every alley. And we'll get through this. It's only snow. <laughs> it's kind of like leaf season. It's only, it's only leaves. You know, I'll get picked up sometimes. It's just some snow. Stay home if you can, and move your vehicles off the roadway if possible. I was pretty bummed out this morning. We're getting ready to go to work, and my wife gets a phone call, and she doesn't have to go to work today. And it's not <laughs> yeah. Yep. The county offices are closed. Jimmy, there's somebody who wants to say something. Jimmy, you've come a long way, buddy. I tell you what, I'm proud of you. You're doing an excellent job. Uh, 
Remember, we was back in the old EMT days. Crap, we used to do. Rubber day. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Very good. Well, Jim, you be careful out there. This is a working superintendent, too, so, so you folks know. Jim doesn't sit behind the yeah. desk and tell everybody to go out there. He's in a truck, and he's working today. Well, that's the only way you can have fun, Kathy. <laughs> get out there. Get on the Get on the machine. Once again. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like I said, we got, we got a great crew, and they're working their tails off. And like we told them, we got some new guys. It's like, guys, it's going to be like you're just spinning in circles today. <laughs> we're constantly doing something. <laughs> Very good, Jim. Well, you and your crew be safe, and thanks for all the hard work that you guys put in. Okay, take care. Have a good day, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Very good. Yeah, I know. They the last few times it snow, they're already out here clearing everything out downtown. I gotta be honest. I don't think. I'm trying to think. I I I'm kind of unobservant when I walk in in the morning, uh, but I don't think people <laughs> park on Main Street anymore. There are very right downtown. few cars downtown. Well, they're they're not supposed to. Well, but you know, people live in those apartments and. I think they're, but I'm not sure. I, I've seen a guy get in there, but he sits in a car. I think he's picking up somebody in one of the apartments every morning. But, uh, uh. yeah, I don't, I mean, if I lived in one of those apartments over by a brass rail and that with the entrance out there on the street, I'd be very tempted to park out there every night. But I don't recall there's hardly any cars downtown when I come in, so. And, which is surprising because they never, I mean, they had a problem with that at one point, didn't they? Yes. Everybody parking oh, yeah. downtown. There's actually an ordinance. There's days that you can't park downtown right. in months, between certain months, because of a snow situation. So, right. yeah, that's uh, that's definitely true. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Why don't we take our first break? Okay. Um, and I th we'll try and get a hold of the county. Uh, highway superintendent, and we'll get an update on how the county roads are going, too. Okay, very good. Uh, prize? Oh, that's right. It's a new month. Tuesday? Would Wednesday. Be Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Would be... Let's, let's just do lottery tickets. Okay, we're going to do lottery tickets. If you We'll give you some scratch-off lottery tickets. If you've won any uh, scratch-offs from us in the last six months, please give somebody else a shot. Uh, we should have, like billions more listeners all over the world because you can hear us on the world wide web uh today so we should have a lot of calls and you just got to be number four nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six caller four getting some scratch offs where did my mouse go from the hoosier lottery so uh good luck are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal when you choose apex waste there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-27. 39. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because 
That's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County with programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price. You can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Listen to that blizzard sound. Sherry, you're nice and warm and toasty. I hope having a uh, an adult beverage to warm your soul. Um, That would what be a Bloody Mary this time of the day? <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere. I think Guam, maybe. So uh, you're living on Guam time. Uh, anyway, Sherry, have a have a happy scratch off. Let us know if you win. We always like knowing that people were were made happy by some little thing that we did. Yeah. Uh, we have another visitor on the line. Uh, Jason, how are you? Doing all right. How about you? Yeah, doing good. We made it to work with no problems this morning, Jason. This is Jason Peters, the county highway superintendent. Just wondering how your morning's been going out there. Great. <laughs> Good. Um, tell us, tell us what the plan is. I mean, I don't think we got the snow as as quickly as we thought we were going to get it, did we? No, I, honestly, I think the rain is what kind of hindered things this morning. Okay. Um, in fact, it probably was the worst thing that could have happened due to the fact that snow covered now we're taking the snow off the top which is just making the roads pretty slick underneath all right so people need to slow down absolutely um i know you know we talked to jimmy marquette a few minutes ago from the the city of plymouth and the city basically puts down almost straight salt on the roads the county does not have that flexibility because there are so many county roads you have to put a mix of salt and sand down. 
And you can't Correct. put it down on all of the roads. You put it down at intersections, railroad crossings, and those kind of things. But you, there's not, there's not enough money to put it everywhere. No. So, what is the plan for your crew for the next two days? Uh, you get, you seem to get a better weather report than I do sometimes. Oh, it's kind of a secret source, but yeah, they do have pretty good ones. So it's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> oh yes, great. So you guys started at normal shift this morning at six. Yeah, what we had put out to commissioners uh, this morning was normal start time, based upon what weather reports that we were getting from what Clyde was submitting and information we gathered in general. We looked at running till probably 8, 9 o'clock tonight. Okay. Um, 8, 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, most of uh, the crews would go home. We would probably keep five to six people at the highway, depending on what the weather does for any type of emergency fallout. Okay. And then Starting they'll... Starting tomorrow they'll morning. Go ahead. They'll spend the night at, at the highway garage, and then if they need to go out for an emergency to help get an ambulance down a road or something like that, they'll be available for that. Yes. And what, if weather um, kind of subsides while we're there, usually the guys will go out and run a lot of the main lines throughout the county just to keep things opened up and try to keep a, as much on that side of it as we can due to if people do get called out or leaving. We do try to keep the main lines as open as possible. With what you're doing today, are you doing just mains today, or are you doing everything right now? No, we were in the process of putting together, based upon what the county uses for advisories, watches, and warnings, same type of scenario with our plow routes. Um, we have every plow route labeled with a number. The guys would kill me, but I don't remember right off the top of my head. But I think we had 26 routes. Okay. So each person has a route that they maintain. Like starting out this morning, the county's under advisory. We're in our advisory stage. So in theory, we're just plowing north. They're running routes, running all roads. If conditions were to get a lot worse, based upon what areas they're plowing, we would designate that down to more specific roads and that's all we'd be looking for then if we actually got into the wind drifting we just cannot keep up with everybody there we would even drop that down even further to specific roads that we would try to keep opened up by doing that then we try to use connectivity all the way through the county where you can get to just about any of the smaller towns or to the city okay so we're going to get this heavy, wet snow today. And then we're supposed to get some blowing and drifting tomorrow with a lighter snow. It's your story. I'm listening. <laughs> Is that what your weather report <laughs> says? Because there's been some talk about the possibility of drifting. And I know Clyde had put out earlier this week that... You know, if your car would get stuck on a county road that you need to call the sheriff's department and inform them that your car is stuck on the roadway so that the plow drivers know where those cars are. Oh, absolutely. Because that is one of the big things. If it really gets to that uh, scenario where 
the blowing and drifting and cars are stuck in the middle of the road and we have no idea, very easily you can come up on that and not even see it. Exactly. Now, the other thing, Kevin did forward me your note um, that you sent him. Um, and one of the things that you talked about in your driver's meeting this morning was that um, if, you know, if it gets really bad, uh, you guys might pull pull a lot of them off the road. And, and that at that point, it may not be that they're going to drive all the way back to the garage. They may pull over in a gas station, uh, a parking lot somewhere, DNR access, boat ramps, those kind of things. So if people see them sitting there, they shouldn't think, well, why aren't they even working? Um, you know, there's been a reason why they're actually sitting there. Plus, they do have an opportunity to have a lunch break once in a while, too. Absolutely. Then on top of that, until you do it for 18, 20 hours straight, you get fatigued and you get tired. Um, you know, to sit out into this type of uh, conditions nonstop and it's kind of like the white line, you know, you just get focused on that. Sure. You just constantly get focused on seeing the snow come down and it does it does wear on you after a period of time. And so they, 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 you may actually see a plow driver taking a nap, getting a little cat nap, Absolutely. pulled over. You know, they they have communicated. The the, yes. With Go you. Ahead, I'm sorry. They, they have communicated with the county highway garage so that they know this driver is sitting at this location and he's tired and, he, and he's taking a nap type situation. Yes. So, and most of them, what they'll end up doing is they'll call in and inform us, hey, I'm at such and such a location, uh, might be here for a half hour or so. That's all we need to know. They set their alarms on their phones, back up, and away they go. Okay. So the biggest piece right now is um, talk also for a minute about following a snowplow or if you're coming down a county road and the plow's coming at you in the other way. Uh, about giving them a break. Especially if conditions get really bad. Um, you know, the one that is just next to impossible is the V-plows. If we have V-plows out on the roads, that snow's going both directions. Um, if people are coming in a drift, you stop and you're hung up. The only reason you're really going to get stuck is because you had to stop. Uh, the V plows are very, I hate to say deceiving, but what they will go through is uh, a lot more snow drifting conditions uh, than what standard plows will. So if the truck's coming at you, obviously it's hard to see where the road is. The road is narrow. The driver coming the other direction really needs to practically stop, slow down, get over as far as you can, and let that plow get through, and then continue on your path. And if you're behind the plow, back off far enough because they are dumping salt and sand out, and you know you don't need that flying up on your car. And don't pass them. Just wait till they come to the next intersection, and then you turn and go a different direction from them. But don't try and pass sure. a snowplow on a country road when it's snowing outside. No, absolutely not. Why would you the do that? I've you know, I, like when you're uh, when you're plowing snow, uh, depending on which direction the winds are blowing, that 
snow generally is going to go right behind you. So if you are, you know, right in the line of that snow coming back at you, uh, if there's a car that you're actually passing or if the car's passing the snowplow truck, you might not witness that for 75 to 100 feet. So in theory, it's a very quick surprise to you. So, I mean, that's one thing we try to tell the public when they ask that question or somebody. Uh, even when the snow is coming off the back of the truck, you want to be a, you want to have a fairly good distance behind that snow coming off so you can see an oncoming car. Likewise, an oncoming car can see you. Exactly. So back off, people. I don't know why you'd want to pass a snowplow. That's like a free escort. It is, but like I said, there's times, and we've all had probably those situations before. You got an emergency, it doesn't really matter what's going on. You want to get by because you got to get where you're going. Right. I mean, those things happen. And the big thing is honk horns, flashlights. You'll notice if you got the snowplow driver's attention, he'll start slowing down or start pulling off to the side of the road. But going, being late for your doctor's appointment is not an emergency. Leave earlier. Yes. Please. And you guys will be available uh, for ambulances um, that, you know, if this, if we get all this snow, we could have issues with road conditions, that you'll be available to help an ambulance get down a road to, you know, somebody who is in need if necessary. Yes, we'll make every effort we possibly can. And some of your drivers or a lot of your drivers may take their trucks home tonight or when they get off shift. Majority of them will. Uh, the great thing about that is if we do have an incident, um, they're very good about taking that call. You know, that's one thing we try to emphasize is if you have the truck home, um, based upon your location, you might get a call as well, even from somebody that's leaving the highway, we're just getting that much more done that much further ahead due to the fact, plus, if something bad did happen to one of the trucks or whatever, you do have a second person out there. Okay. All right. Well, Jason, I, uh, you know, Muckshaw, I heard snowplow this morning before I got out of bed going up and down the road out there, and it is in a decent shape. Not really an issue at all for me to come in this morning. Um, I thank the drivers and everybody out at the county highway. Be safe during this. Thank you very much. All right. Talk to you tomorrow, maybe. Yep. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Um, got a text. Somebody wanted to praise the city uh, for their work. They live on Lake Avenue. They said they haven't seen a state truck this morning, but the city's already been on their side roads. So, um, yeah. I. But it, it's a little easier for the city. Not as much road to cover. Right. Uh, but the other part, I know Jim has talked to me about this before, is that other than Columbus Drive over by the high school, they don't really see a, hardly any drifting on the roads in town. He says the county guys, he says that's the problem with them. He says with us, it's just what, you know, getting around cars and stuff like that. But out in the county, you might have a drift as big <laughs> as your plow. Yep. And they're dealing with that out there in a lot of spots. So it's a completely different removal process than it would be i mean you wouldn't be able to well i guess you could after it's done but you wouldn't be able to take a loader and run down the road or something i mean they're using front loaders downtown all the time so totally different process
I'm a road scientist now, Kathy. <laughs> road science. I'm ty- as as I'm sitting here, I'm typing closures. <laughs> so you got some more. Uh, Lori Stutter's State Farm Insurance Agency is closed today. The Coffee Lodge is closing at noon today. The Plymouth Elks Lodge is closed today. They were out shoveling their front walk when I went by a Coffee Lodge. This morning, yeah. The Coffee Lodge is on Jefferson Street. Oh, Coffee Street. Lodge, what okay, I'm thinking doing? a job of... Uh, French Press. French Press over here, yeah. I haven't seen anything for them yet. Yeah, they were out shoveling, so... They had it clear. I mean, I'm... I gotta walk over there and get some coffee someday. I haven't done that yet. Maybe I'll wait and do that in the summertime when the birds are singing and <laughs> the sun is shining. You know, and... I, I I don't know. I haven't been in there yet. My husband has, but here the old people's drugstore yeah. is open too, and it's a convenience store. So they've got you know pops and waters and snacks and. Uh, coffee and that kind of stuff over there. They open at six o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah. So they they'll be open when you come walking through. I so. haven't seen them open yet. Do you do you cut down the? Alley? I cut down the. That's alley. why. Yeah. You got to get out up front. Yeah, I should. They were actually uh, shoveling the snow out front this morning of their of the door there to let people. So yeah, if you're out and about and you need coffee. Check them out. There you go. Yeah. All right. So we do have some other news. Okay. Besides closing and cancellations. Yeah. Um, I do want to let you know, too, I also got it. It was sent to me. The city of Knox has implemented their snow emergency. So their offices are closed today. The city offices, the city office downtown is open with minimal staff. Yeah, and they're watching the weather to see what happens. They'll they will uh, contact us if they're going to close uh, earlier. But water bills are due on the fourth, people. So today's the day to pay your water bill. You can always drop it in the side slot. You don't have to go inside to actually do that. Um, brave what, it, <laughs> yeah. Get out and brave it. Um, got a press release uh, yesterday afternoon, or yeah, I guess it was in the afternoon, from Senator Ryan Mishler. Uh, he is a Marsh County senator from Bremen. Um, and the, a bill he authored would allocate funding specifically for road projects across Indiana State Highway US-30 and US-31. Um, his bill passed out of the Senate with bipartisan support last week, and now this week moves on to the House of Representatives for more consideration. The 2021 budget appropriated $900 million for federal funding to the Indiana Department of Transportation through the Next Level Connections Fund for road and infrastructure improvements. Well, the bill that Senator Ryan Mishler authored would specifically put $300 million for projects on U.S. 30 and U.S. 31. Now, obviously, they, they both cross here in Marshall County. They do go farther <laughs> both right. directions. Yeah. But um, he said in, in this press release, U.S. Highway 30 and 31 are important thoroughfares in our part of the state. 
Um, Senate Bill 348 would provide important funding for upgrades to these roads across northern and north central Indiana, ultimately boosting our economy and quality of life by creating better, more accessible roads. So we'll see what happens, you know, in the House of Representatives. But to put that money there uh, is going to help move forward with some of these intersections that are dangerous that we've already told the state we don't want J turns, but we've got to come up with a plan to do something. Right. So we need we need to work on that. And he wants a good portion of that money to be yeah. on those two two roads. I think yeah. that's kind of a neat thing. Yep. Um, also received a press release from the Indiana Historical Society. Marshall County has a new historian kurt west garner oh uh who everybody knows kurt garner was born in bremen uh to a family that's traced its roots to pre-county organization so they, their family was here before we were even organized as a county um and we all know that kurt is a huge historian and preservationist um uh, he was uh, the founder of the Wyfogan Valley Preservation Council and co-founder of the Historic Michigan Road State Byways Association, as well as he's authored more than 200 national registered historic places. So um, he's very, very big into this. And um, county historians serve as volunteers appointed by the Indiana Historical Society and the Indiana Historical Bureau to promote local history in their counties, connect individuals and group with history resources, promote collaboration between local history organizations, and maintain connections with the Indiana Historical Society and the Indiana Historical Bureau. So congratulations to Kurt. Very much um, so. Very well deserved, and he will be great as being a oh, county yeah. historian for yeah. us. Absolutely. The Plymouth Board of Public Works and Safety last week heard from a couple of members of the current leadership Marshall County class. Um, this is a, a class that, that meets monthly, once a month, and they're working on creating leaders yeah. uh, here. Uh, Megan Rogers and Faith Stahl were the two ladies who met with the Plymouth Board of Public Works and Safety. As a member of Leadership Marshall County, each year their members are to take on, and they usually do it in small groups, some kind of public service project uh, that in some way will make improvements in the communities where they live. And so these two young ladies have picked Walk Your City, and this is a project to boost the community's walkability by linking information street signs to points of interest. And um, so there's no cost involved to the city. They already have somebody who's going to cover the cost of the signs that they want to put up. But they would like to do a pilot project this summer and place 10 to 15 signs at different locations that would encourage people to walk by telling them the Plymouth Public Library is a three-minute walk from this location. Mm -hmm. 
um, or, you know, different things like that. Trying to get, you know, we'll just say, and I don't know, how, I don't know how long it would be, but from here to the corner here to the courthouse, how, how long of a walk it would be. Trying to encourage people like, oh, look, it's not that far. Let's, let's walk down there yeah. instead of jumping in the car and moving forward. Now, it is a pilot program, and so the signs are temporary. Um, they are a, a, like a vinyl cardboard that will go up, and they'll only be zip-tied to signposts. It's not like they're going to be permanently put up there. Sure. Um, but to see how it goes, if it goes well, then the program will grow by having more permanent signs um, and grow to more signs in different locations uh, for people just to know about the walkability. Um, it kind of goes hand in hand too. We have a complete streets uh, committee in Plymouth. Mm -hmm. uh, City Councilman Jeff Hoonian happens to be a member of that. And he says actually in the complete streets uh, meetings, they have been talking about doing this same thing, right. um, but was very excited when leadership Marshall County uh, students decided to take on this project. So hopefully they will get it started and then um, complete streets can maybe take it over and move forward with it. But they received unanimous support from the Board of Public Works and Safety uh, to do that. As it gets a little bit closer in the later spring, um, we'll get them on the air so we can talk about it. Maybe they'll have a, an idea of where the signs are going to be and, um, you know, what, what places they're pinpointing. Right. Um, to highlight uh, for walkability like one could be for to river park square or a variety of things but i think the majority of them will be featured in the downtown area well walking my guess on the courthouse by the way is about five minutes from here from here yeah. for most people are they going to put like signs out here for everything like you know not for everything okay no because we're only going to have 10 or 15 signs, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, the Plymouth Kilwanian Lodge uh, had a meeting scheduled for Thursday night. That has been canceled. And the Wives, Widows, and Sweetheart dinner for Saturday. Oh, but that dinner is still on. Okay. So, but their meeting on Thursday night has been canceled. I also received a press release from... Jones, Petrie, and Rafinski. Okay. This is the engineering firm that has been working with the county on, on the regional sewer districts. And so the press release is a little lengthy, um, but they have actually, they want people to realize they're trying to inform people about this meeting that is coming up on February the 21st. In the evening, it's going to be held in the county commissioner's meeting room on the second floor of the county building beginning at 6 p.m. That room can hold, I think, maybe 125, 150 people. Um, but they are actually going to have that meeting streamed so you don't have to be at the meeting. Uh, and what they're trying to do is inform people of what's going on. So sure. uh, some people who live in the unincorporated areas of Marshall County have received letters from county officials talking about this upcoming hearing on the 21st. Um, and that's for the possibility of creating a regional sewer district. 
Um, back in 2019, the Environmental Division of the Marsh County Health Department did an initiative to look at the, the wastewater handling for a, a number of unincorporated areas in Marshall County. Um, they a, were able to actually uh, identify 15 such areas. Later, that two of those areas were taken off. Or Tea Garden and Tyner were taken off because of those people didn't want to be involved, so they took them off. So there are now 13 communities uh, that where they have a high density of development and everybody is on a septic. They have poor soils. They could have high water tables. And in many con conditions, the, it's very difficult for them to get a, an on-site sewer replacement because right. their yard is limited in size or something like that. So this big study was done that took, gosh, I, I think it probably took almost a year to get it done. And they have now designated these 13 locations. Now, just to be clear about this. Yeah. There may be 13 locations, but it's going to take probably 20 to 25 oh, years easily. if they ever can get to all of them. Yeah. That's if they can ever get to all of them. Yeah. Um, and in fact, in LaGrange County and Steuben County, they are now currently considering sewers for their final areas, and it's been over 20 years for them. So this and, is not something that's going to work real fast. And let's make the point real clear too the money is not there to do all right. of these so it that's predicated that's another to, piece of you it. can't find the money to do it it is not going to get done right um so the primary location that the county commissioners are looking at is the lakes area which they have kind of pinpointed this is where they would like to begin around lake latanka creek bomb lake Cook Lake, Hollum Lake, Myers Lake, Lawrence Lake, and Mill Pond. And they have looked at that, and in that area, that's about 600 homes that would have immediate proximity to one or more of those bodies of water, which means that they're all close together and they can work together on a site. So um, they're encouraging those people particularly whether they're in favor or not in favor, to come to this meeting and be educated on on the process and what it would take. Uh, somebody somebody mentioned to me this weekend, and it was it was a huge amount of money. I can't remember what they said about what it was going to cost to connect on, but I said they have never ever said in the public meeting what the cost is going to be yet. Right. Yep. Um, they may have talked about what it costs, uh, what it costs for other sewers, like at Pretty Lake, what it costs there or sure. something like that. But um, they, believe it or not, they do believe that, that this project could actually be underway in 36 to 48 months. But it takes a lot of work. And so there's going to be a meeting in the county building on Monday February the 21st at 6 p.m. You can send questions uh, for the record to questions at marshallcountyrsd.com. 
You can also call representatives from Jones, Petrie, and Wafinski at 574-200-0049. And they have representatives who can answer your questions on the phone. And with this uh, article is also the link that you can get to the county to watch that meeting. So, um I like being able to watch if it's meetings. Too, if it's too full of a meeting, they'll actually have people lined up in the hall, and yeah. those people who want to talk will talk, and then they'll be asked to move out in the hall so the next person can talk. Right. Uh, so hopefully it's not too overwhelming. I think I'm going to wear my mask that night, though, because that might, could be a lot of people shoved in there. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea <laughs> And all. I'm not really in for being shoved too close together with a lot of people. Yeah, especially since, uh, you know, you don't want to uh, spend downtime. Good news is that trend seems to be going the right direction, at least. The Bread of Life Food Pantry is closed today. Okay. Bread of Life closed Bread today. of Life. Now, um, I know I did see... On Facebook, that I they were hoping uh, the neighborhood center was hoping to be open, or yes, okay, uh, for their food pantry today. Good. I'm looking looking them up on Facebook to see. Might be easier for them since they are right. Uh, no, downtown. two hours ago, two hours ago, they're closed today. Okay. So the neighborhood center is closed. So today. hunker down. There. <laughs> I wonder if the but the grocery stores have to be open because you know people have to get milk and bread. Uh, there's no milk or bread left in Marshall County. Really? That's what I heard last night. Well, I know Maggie tried to get some hamburger buns on the way home from. Uh, I think she was in Knox getting her mail, um, and uh, for the Knox leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tried to get hamburger buns on the way home. There weren't any. So <laughs> um, you, you may be right. I'm thinking, oh, Crystal. Crystal and Dan went out last night. Um, and she said, she came back and she goes, can I borrow a sleeve of saltine crackers? I said, yes. She goes, Walmart didn't have any crackers and neither did Dollar General. Oh, that was several days ago. <laughs> well, this was last night they yeah. were looking for them. <laughs> no, I, that's what I snack on pretty much exclusively, and they I haven't been able to find them since Monday. <laughs> I went to the grocery on Monday, and it didn't occur to me. It was like a nightmare. I mean, it was wall-to-wall human beings. You couldn't – the, the parking lot is a danger zone when that happens. And I'm like, why are all these – people here and then ding oh yeah oh, it's bread and milk run yes. um yeah that was all the way on monday so that'll be i think i might mosey on down to martin's today just to see what's there wait you've got you've got a relative that works there. oh yeah i guess i could just ask say, hey you got any saltines? I'm, I'm, Hold me a box i'm sure i'm sure she's a little busy right now but uh I, I wonder, now Kroger didn't have much either. I mean, it was, went there to get meat and it was like, okay, well, I'll pick up something, you know, another little item there. Like, oh, nothing. Okay, how about another? Oh, nothing. Now, the funny thing is they had plenty of milk. 
Oh. And the milk thing was full. Now, I'm that's sure funny. that's not the case now. I mean, can I ask a question? Sure. Do people, without all of my kids at home, gallon will last me quite a while compared to what a gallon used to last uh, me. Not even a day. day. Yeah. Um, do people just suddenly start drinking milk when it snows, or what? Uh, no, what you, you have to you have to cook and bake. And so you need that. Like, I, I told Jim, I said, we got to get some milk because I'm making tuna casserole and I put milk in my tuna casserole. Well, I, don't, I don't use milk to cook hardly ever. I'm just saying that. <laughs> they have to make hot chocolate. They're snowed in at home and they need to make hot chocolate oh, or yeah. hot cocoa. And yeah, I guess so. Cocoa is always better with milk than water. <sighs> yeah, you're right. So there. See, my mom used to make a mix. She would put the powdered milk in with the uh, oh. uh, Nestle stuff. Yes. So all you had to do is heat up water and Just put it, it in. Yeah. So it was like that. But I think she did that because if she didn't put the quick in with the powdered milk, we'd eat the quick right out of the can. So, yeah, I think that was that was the idea behind that because it didn't taste quite as chocolatey and tasty right. with, the, uh, with the powdered milk in it. That kind of deterred that behavior. Okay, let me see if I've got the news done. 936-4096 is the number if you want to call us and tell us how your day's going today. We'd like to hear from you. If you've been somewhere and something's closed, we'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, especially if we haven't had it on yet that it's closed. Right. Um, I'm going to try, you know, as the phone rings, I'll, I'll try and keep updating that. Sure. Um, 936-4096 is our number. Um, so, yeah, if, you're, if you've been stuck at home and you haven't been out, that you just stay home and relax and enjoy yourself. But if you've been out and about and you know how, you know, the road conditions are where you were or something. The last time I walked out on that commercial break, it actually was snowing a little bit harder now than it was when we came on the air yeah, it at says, 9 o'clock. It so. says snowing now in my little yes, it Microsoft does. thing. It says snowing now. Mine doesn't say, like, what the temperature is, though. Yeah. Well, it's letting you know it's snowing 28 now. degrees. Supposed to get cold, I guess, so. Bitter cold, I think. Yeah. Well, not till the weekend. Weekend is where the bitter cold is. I think it's I think it's Friday, be, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Well, let's put, we live in Indiana. It's going to be reasonable at 17. So, um, so Rusty, this is actually girls' sectional basketball weekend. Yeah. What happens? We are um, uh, not in school. Nobody's in school today. What happens? <laughs> As you call. If they, if they can, they'll play it, but they won't play tonight. Uh, we haven't got that official, though. No, we have not gotten that official, but there's no... I don't believe there's any school corporation that would risk something in, in this kind of stuff. Now, last night they played. Uh, all those games got in. And most sites, that was opening night. They don't play again until Friday. Uh, however, at Culver, they have a couple more teams in that sectional. And they had two games scheduled for tonight. I don't know. What the status of that is, I haven't gotten an email yet from anybody, so we'll pass that along as we get it. But I, I can't see them playing 
if it gets as bad as it does. I think that's why they're waiting, because if there's any possibility of a bus getting through this, they will play sexually. It's basketball, Cappy. They'll play it. <laughs> They'll play it if they have to get a dog sled and it's bring people gonna in. It's going to be hard, though, because it really we're probably going to see another closure. There's a good possibility we'll have a closure tomorrow, too, and that's two days that makes it really difficult to make all that tomorrow will be interesting because we have boys game so that whether they're going to do that or not tomorrow caller wants to know if the mayor had made any plans for the homeless people places to go food anybody making food for the homeless people okay hang on oasis lifestyle second shift production is closed on wednesday so oasis if you work second shift enjoy your day off Call you're on the air. Hello? Yeah. Did Kathy go to the plan commission last night? No, I didn't. I went to the school board meeting last night. Uh, the city oh. plan commission met last night. They only had one item on the agenda, and it was just for a, 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 a minor subdivision, which is not really a... Minor, a, yeah, a minor subdivision. It's right across from Indiana Tool that goes back to the woods almost to... The 250 cattle. Oh. So I don't think those people found out they're going to, if they put houses back there in that wooded area, they're going to get some of the smell. It, it, they, they, they were just dividing. Oh, I don't have my paperwork in front of me. Um, Jim, can you bring the folder off my desk, the manila folder? They were just dividing a larger track of land into... Yeah, I got I got the paper to go to the meeting. They are not making a residential subdivision in there. Oh, they're not going to do it? No, it's not. No. that They call it a subdivision because they are subdividing a bigger piece of property. But it is not to build residential housing. Oh, well, that's not the paper they sent us to go to this meeting. It's going to be 225 acres on one side and 15 acres, and they can have a minor subdivision of, like, four houses and then three houses on the other one. So that must have all changed. There, what, what the proposal was for last night was splitting that into two separate lots. Yes. And you can only have one house on a lot. So they are only splitting it two ways right now. So the most they're going to have is two houses. Yeah, because uh, the paper they sent us, the plan commission, to go to the meeting, I thought they didn't even send that to us because of the cows come in, you know, and then they went to put a subdivision in. I thought, that's all wet ground back there. It's, it, it's Yeah, the I my paperwork... Todd and Leslie Langfelt, um, yeah. a, a minor subdivision of two lots, and that's all it is. So they they can have a house on one lot, and they could have a house on the other, but that's the only thing. And yeah, there's, because, go ahead. There's no, at this point, I didn't go to the meeting, but I, I, I would highly doubt that they are having even a house on either one, you know, maybe one of those lots, but not the other. Um, it's not creating a residential rural subdivision out there. Okay. Well, the paper they sent from the plan commission to me was they're going to split it, and it'll be a minor subdivision and not a major one. 
a minor subdivision just means that they're taking a big piece of property and dividing it right. one time. Right. right. Now, so if you're going to make a, a, a residential subdivision, you would have, you know, 20 lots. And, and that's way more because then they have to go into details on roads and utilities and all of that stuff on top of it. Right. Okay. Well, I wondered about that. I didn't go to the meeting because I thought, you know, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Well, but, and and I would assume Langfelt, that sounds like a farming name to me. <laughs> so they're probably used to cattle and farming and all of that. Um, I'll, I'll well, try and get a hold of a member uh, who went to the meeting. Plymouth School Board had a big meeting last night, both of them at 7 o'clock. So I attended the school board meeting because they want to actually do a bond issue for a $5 million project. So right, right. that's what I went I know, to. I know they give us the, uh, they give me the name of Langfeld and they live on Linden Road, but uh, they have a minor subdivision where they live. So, and then they bought that little white house across from Indiana Tool and it goes straight back. So I thought, they're not going to get, it's so, that's all wet ground back there. So, I'll try and get a they, member to uh, somebody who attended that meeting to talk to me. I think uh, Fred might have been at that meeting. So, oh well, Fred was probably sleeping. <laughs> 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 I'll see what I can find out for you. All right, thanks, Kathy. Sure. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. So, I did go to the school board meeting. Um, they 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 did take the first step in the bond issue. Um, heard a lot of details about the projects that they're going to do. Um, you know, they didn't, they, Rusty, they didn't spell it out in the meeting. Oh, I, and I don't have my notes from that in here either. But, but I will tell you, the gym floor that they talked about is 50 years old and has been sanded so much that it can't be sanded again. Which one is that? So that at the high at, at the high school. The main so that gym? has to be the girls cuz that floor yeah. would be 50 years old. The main gym is not 50 years old. It was put in in 74. Yeah. 84, 94, 2004, 2014. Darn. Yeah. And I know this is why I, I back when uh, Roy was the AD um, he was worried about it because they had sanded it and refinished it so often. Gosh, it was really getting thin, and I they thought didn't spell it out in yeah, the meeting. I thought they at one point, while he was still AD, had he wanted to get a capital project to replace it because it was getting to the point where they couldn't sand it and fix it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he was worried about it for, and that's been. My God, five years ago uh, that I remember Probably, talking to yes. him about that. But, it, you know, he was... That could be it then. Anytime you have a capital project of that magnitude, it is a worrisome thing, <laughs> thing to athletic directors or whoever because... It's a major... Well, entity. and plus, people don't see the need for it. And right. I understood... Well, that's a luxury. Sand it again and fix it. And break, well, big deal. It's just, you know... 10 people you but if you want to keep your facilities so that people actually Top want to notch, come and play on them yeah. uh you got to take care of them and i they do a really good job of real i mean for example 
uh, Bob Reed's wrestling mats. Uh, yes. They got new ones last year. Finally. The, the ones that they were replacing, he wrestled on when he was in high school. So I know the coaches and everybody over there do, they go to great length to take care of the things they have. But So if you see somebody wanting a gym floor, it's because they're not sure if it's going to last much longer. I mean, if at all. So I got a feeling it's that one. Unless they did it already. For some reason in the back of my head, I thought that it got done one year. But I could be completely I, I, wrong. I, I think I think it might be because they said it is 50 years old. Yeah. That's close. Um, the other one, too, has got to be. That was in 60-what that they put the, the high school up over there. Because that was the original gym at the high school. It was early. I want to say like 62 or 3. Yeah, it had to be. And then in seventy four, the new they started the construction. Yeah. It was a two year project because yeah. I was a freshman, and it, it, I think it finished the end of our sophomore year, yeah. and then we got to use the new stuff in our junior. Well, I remember and we years. were the first class to come in and have that. So, uh, yeah, it uh, it very well could be the main gym, and honestly, it it needs it. <laughs> So, um, but it's needed it for a lot of years. Okay. Well, well, I'll see what happens. We have to find the money for it. Why don't we take another break? We have issue. one to take, I think. Yeah, we do. We have a break to take. So we'll take that and we'll be right back. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for three fifty, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for four dollars. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hypercaffeinated Jamaican me crazy blueberry muffin or decaf coffee plymouth belmart bp opens at 4 a.m for all you early birds you could save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive but when we just come out and say it it feels like it falls a bit flat so we're going to use humor but we don't want to insult your intelligence so nothing too goofy and we need to avoid any polarizing topics oh and it has to be about how you can save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive you know what? Maybe humor is a bad idea. Yeah, it's never going to work. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739.
there's a blizzard coming on And I'm wishing I was home For my pony's lame and he can't hardly stand Lord, my hands feel like they're froze And there's a numbness in my toes But it's only seven miles to Marianne Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Johnny Cash singing my life as I walk into walk into work in the morning. Ooh, hot biscuits. I actually did get stuff to make uh, biscuits and gravy yesterday when I went to the store. Oh. I was going to... Oh, I did do that last week. <laughs> I Yeah, I bought I bought this stuff, too, and I think, oh, that'd be good for... No, I did that last week, so... It's like, biscuits and gravy, I mean, it could, it's good for breakfast. It's also good for dinner. Breakfast is always good. It doesn't matter when you have breakfast. True, it's it really always is. always good. And I that's why I'm baffled and continue to be for my entire life. I don't ever eat breakfast. I just don't, I don't ever either. eat breakfast. Oh, well, I do on the weekend. Eh, even on the week. The like only time I eat Sunday, breakfast. We tri- typically go out for breakfast Sunday morning. The only, Yeah, exactly. The only time I eat breakfast is when I decide I'm going to go. Uh, my wife and my brother-in-law and, yeah, and the I family and the outing. family, we go out and just kind of regularly and do the breakfast tour. But I haven't done that for last week I did, but I haven't done that for a bunch of weeks either. Um, that's the only time I eat. There isn't one thing you can make for breakfast that I don't love to eat. Everything you could possibly have for breakfast, I love. You like French toast? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Love French toast. One of my favorite things. Okay. Love waffles. I had French toast last weekend. And the weekend before that, I had biscuits and gravy. See, I usually have an omelet. I like omelets, too. And in most now nowadays in my new body, my new self, I typically only eat half of the omelet and then I save the other half See, and have it the next morning. I I will eat it for lunch. I do the oh, same thing. Yeah. I'll save it and then have it for lunch that same day. But but this time I uh, somehow managed oh, heck, to I, choke down everything I, on my plate. I usually can too. Uh, I normally can't. Normally I'm taking some home. But I I'm I'm bad. Yep. I'm pretty regular, actually, the more I think about it. I've stopped eating French toast and waffles, because, and I'm not a big pancake guy because it's sweet. I don't, I kind of want to, that sugar I don't really need. Every now and then I'll get the hankering. Like if it's on a buffet, yeah, I'll definitely be eating me some French toast. <laughs> um, but I love sausage. I love bacon. I love uh, corned beef hash. Uh, anything you can have for breakfast, I absolutely love. But I'll have the I'll have the omelet, and I'll have the hash browns, and a whole pot of coffee, and rye toast. Has to be rye toast. Has to be rye. Don't toast. like toast anymore unless it's rye toast. Wow, Has to be. interesting. There is nothing better on this earth than a nice toasted piece of rye bread with real butter on it. One of the Best things in the universe, mm-hmm. I think. One of the best foods ever. Rye toast with real butter. And I like 
when the restaurant butters the toast before they bring it out? I do too, yeah. And you can bring some extra butter if you want, but you know, when the toast is hot, that's the yeah. best time to put the butter on. I don't I don't know that I've been any place where they don't do that. I know Christos does that, Symphony does that, Sunrise out the not, yeah, and Sunrise and, Pancake and, House. And what's the other one? Uh, castaways. They castaways. all every time I've had had toast there. I will tell you one it. of those that you mentioned I had and the, and they brought me the butter, but the toast was Really? Yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I just seem to remember that maybe I didn't notice that it wasn't butter and I was eating it dry. I yeah. I don't know. It's still rye bread. I love rye bread. Love rye Well, bread. I like rye bread with um, ham salad or rye bread oh, yeah. with peanut butter on it. Rye bread with anything. Rye bread is the best bread ever made. <laughs> I like pumpernickel, too. Ooh, you're, yeah. you're really exotic here. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, I'm really exotic when it comes to bread. Well, I'm a white girl. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just straight white bread. I just, in fact, I told Jim the other day, or we went to the store, <laughs> got bread yesterday, and I said, "Get that bread on the bottom shelf because that other is sandwich bread and it's thinner." <laughs> and I like the bread that's you not, like the the not, you like the puffy. I don't bread. like the I don't I don't like Texas toast that thick. Oh, I, I like, like it. I like it, but it's got to be. It's Texas toast has to be with <laughs> with the French toast. There you go. That's what I like. <laughs> exactly. That. Uh, no, I would never buy white bread anymore. It's just too puffy. It's like eating too air. Puffy. I don't want that puffy stuff. Plus, it's not great for you. Exactly. Rye bread I, is. I, I know. I try sometimes to get like the the whole. I don't know how it's explained. Whole, Whole grain, grain yeah. white bread. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a start. Yeah. <laughs> Try the rye. You're going to like the rye. Uh, rye bread is, is only good for patty melts. No. Isn't that what a for, patty melt is made out of? Rye bread? Well, on mine, yeah. I I don't know. I don't I don't eat patty melts usually. You don't? No, I'll go the full metal hamburger when I'm doing that. I'm going to do a patty melt. Come on. Give me the give me the full hamburger thing, the full bun, the full everything on that. Black but, black cat clothing is closed today. Okay. I wonder if anybody's going to be able to open up downtown. Okay, Opie's is open for lunch today. Oh, Opie's. Okay, that might there be. There you go. I'm not listing openings though, but that might be a stop. There you go. That they got some good stop. soup usually, right? Ooh. Don't don't ever pass on the soup from Opie's ever, <laughs> no matter what it is, and get the off soup. The chili is great. The, off the, soup. The, the the chicken noodle is great. Any of the normal everyday soups that you get, they're fantastic. But always get the, like I had gazpacho once, which was delicious. And the, the crazy the unique soup, that butternut you... squash soup. The off the off soup is always. I've never been disappointed ever. By ordering it. Never once have I been disappointed in their off-main type of soup. Soup. Sweet Swirl is closed today. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you do. Out there by uh, Hacienda, the yogurt place. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, okay. Sweet Swirl. Yes. Closed today. wonder if Hacienda's closed. I wonder how much business you would do as a restaurant on a day like this. And part of me says a lot 
And then another part of me says, yeah, but nobody can get there. That that Or wants to get there. I would think that that's part of it. Yes. But also, the first thing that goes through my head is, I don't feel like cooking. It's too snowy out. I'm, I don't feel like cooking. Somebody needs to cook for me. That might be a few of the adult beverages that you can consume during just to just to feel warm, just to warm your heart a little bit on a cold day. Okay, well, you know what? I think we've entertained folks for over an hour and a half. Today. Well, we've talked about the weather. We've talked about you know the snow. You know it's snowing out there. Be careful if you're shoveling. This is a heavy, wet snow. Oh, you know one thing we didn't mention. It's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I'm waiting. I don't know which one is, is <laughs> not bad sure enough. And I'm not sure what to hit because and it, it, the it, Groundhog it, saw his shadow. So here's the song six they played. Weeks of winter. The walk-up song for Puxatawney Phil. No, no more winter, please, no more. You know, in this day of technology, computers, satellites, we still rely on a small mammal (laughs) to tell us what the weather is going to be. I think, um, I'm not sure that's uh, really, I don't know. To me, Groundhog's Day is a Bill Murray movie. So, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's a good movie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Perfect to watch today while you're snowed in at home. There you folks. go. There you go. There the you plan go. for the day. Yeah. All right. We ready to uh, do some birthdays? Roll the, maybe. Roll the, uh, oh, it's a new month. I gotta look at my book. I don't have it in here, but I gotta check my book for. Okay, you do that, and I'll uh, I'll tell people there's no birthdays today. So uh, we will have. Uh, if you have a birthday, get it to us. You get a chance at four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. If you are our birthday winner, every Friday. Same thing with anniversaries here. We. <laughs> You got to get your anniversaries in here, folks. We had a. Your odds were great a month ago during January to win that prize. Well, this is Valentine's month, so yes. there'll be more. There'll be more anniversaries this there you month. Go get them in here. Fifty bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home is on the line at the end of the month, so make sure you're eligible for that drawing. Training post once again. Uh, nobody trying to buy, sell, or trade a snow shovel, which is kind of amazing. Uh, but uh, you need to get your items in here, and we will help you sell them four days for free. So uh, that is the trading post for today. That's all I got. And that's all I got. Stay tuned. We will try to keep our website up to date with closings and cancellations. Um, and and we will update that on the radio as the day goes on. So AM1050.com, where you can get all the information you need. Plus, listen to us live. What more could you want for? from a website very good all right uh daffodil day is tomorrow maybe if uh we if they can get in yeah they can maybe find a snowmobile somewhere but anyway that's for tomorrow have yourselves a great day we'll no matter what we'll be back at nine it's been one week since you looked at me